Good morning. Welcome to Morning Prayers. We will begin with a responsive reading from the Black Appleton Chapel Psalter book, Psalm Selection 59, found on page 30. Please stand as you are able. Deliver me from my enemies, O my God. Protect me from those who rise up against me. Deliver me from those who are evil, from the bloodthirsty sin. Even now they lie in wait for my life. The mighty stir up strife against me, for no transgression or sin of mine, O Lord. O my strength, I will watch for you. For you, O God, are my fortress. My God, in his steadfast love, will lead me. My God will let me look and try on my enemies. Each evening they come back, howling like dogs and prowling about the city. But I will sing for your might. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning. For you have been a fortress for me and a refuge in the day of my distress. O oh my strength, I will sing praises to you. For you, O oh God, are my fortress. The God who shows me steadfast love. You may take your seats.
Today I was inspired by Luke 12:48. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. I've read, I've heard, and I've said this idiom often. This time I took the, t- I took the time to really explore what the biblical text offered. I've always thought of this verse as a leadership ethic. In reading the parable, I found great resonance with two elements of the lesson. The story starts with a manager who chooses her deputy to tend to the business in her absence. She smartly identifies a person who she trusts and then outlines clear boundaries. I liken this scene to one of my favorite moments in the year where the resident deans of freshmen consider who they will hire to work with our first year students as proctors and academic advisors. While we are gifted with an exceptional pool of students and professionals, we also have a very specific ideology for student support and we expect a consistently high standard of care. Our roles as supervisors is to, are to empower the judgment and creativity which inspired us to hire the 20 or so new proctors we hire each year. I'm proud of what my proctor colleagues do, and I regularly remind them that they are the reason why I can do my job. This weekend, I will be spending Saturday morning with the new student government leaders conducting a leadership retreat. This event is another one of my highlights for the year. This is the third year, this is the third year of this program, um, and I've watched my efforts to get these young leaders to take themselves seriously and to live up to their charges take shape. The theory of change is that university leaders like Dean Dingman and Dean O'Dare are willing to get up at 9 a.m. on Saturday to meet with them. And that demonstrates that their ideas and projects are of great value to the university and that they will be motivated by these high expectations. This exercise is a version of handing over the keys to the store. The difference is that these student leaders have been chosen by their peers not by me. I see my role as to keep them accountable to their electorate and to to take their role seriously. From this foundation, I help them to reach for the stars. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. I thought I affirmed uh, this commitment, uh, I, I thought I affirmed my commitment to this wisdom when I became a a teacher and a mentor for young people. What I've grown to learn is that sharing my time and treasure is most valuable when it is accompanied by authenticity. This biblical story pushed me to rethink my focus on strength and resilience. Coaching and stewardship requires understanding the assets of your community and your vulnerabilities as a leader. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. I am drawn to the idea that it is worse to transgress when you know better than to make an unknowing mistake. 
I thought that I had internalized this clarion call through my philanthropy in South Africa after being gifted the Rhodes Scholarship. I knew that we were blood diamonds, and I knew my responsibility to give back to the communities who Cecil Rhodes took from. I felt that I needed to do more than to take my studies seriously and to be a good citizen of Oxford. I needed to give the children who Cecil did not see a chance to be all they could be, all that they could imagine, and more. I continued to be gifted with many riches, a beautiful and loving family, a challenging job, and life-affirming friends. Now I strive to make sure that I live this ethic every day with my work, with my family, and my friends. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. I invite you to assume a posture of prayer. God of abundant mercy, your grace goes before us and it follows after us. May we learn to model our lives after this truth, giving up those restless things which keep us from love. Amen. Join me in saying together the Lord's Prayer found on the back of your order of worship. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Please stand as you are able to sing together hymn, God is our refuge and our strength, found on page 192 of the Crimson Mem Church hymnal.
May the Lord keep you from evil. And may the Lord keep you in your going out and in your coming in from this time on and forevermore. Amen. Amen.